0: Aren't coaching skills so juicy? You can't wait to get out there and use them. For new coaches, it's where most of their investment of time, money, and energy is spent, soaking in the techniques. But the reality is that it's tricks of the trade that will help you earn well and stay in business. Coaches need business training specialized to coaching businesses as much as they do coach training. I did not give a thought (laughs) to business skills until I floundered in my fledgling business and then I scrambled because I had already let go of my job. Along the way, I learned that it's not only okay to be a beginner, but it helps to get the most out of the beginner mindset. Learning incrementally is how you integrate what you're learning. So we're going to start with that. Find the full transcript for this episode and other resources for new coaches at prosperouscoach.com 221. You're listening to Prosperous Coach Podcast, a free resource for new coaches since 2018, created by me, Rhonda Hess. I have a talent for breaking complex things into easier steps. And I love helping you choose a smart coaching niche and launch your business with confidence. I began mentoring coaches in 2006 after five years of training coaches at Coach Training Alliance, where I designed the certification program. Subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a thing. And don't forget to go back to the earliest episodes for incremental learning. Now, let's roll this episode. Hey coaches, the number one business skill I want to share with you today is the ability to learn from your mistakes. You need to be willing to make them, then use the concept of continuous improvement to guide you forward. It's a helpful attitude and it will help you shut down self-talk that's mean, like I'm no good at this or I can't make money at this and things like that can crop up when you're a new coach. Learn the foundation from a single coaching business mentor to start and then stay open to learning opportunities every day in your business. Thinking about mistakes as opportunities will help you grow fast and have fun your first year. And hear this, if you aren't willing to learn and stumble, just don't start a business There's nothing wrong with choosing another path to coach besides starting your own business. Being an entrepreneur is not for everyone. There are some organizations that hire coaches as either employees or contractors. You will likely earn less than you can as an entrepreneurial coach, but you won't have the hassle of marketing. Expenses will be low too. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not advocating freelancing or being an employee of a coaching organization because I've never done it, although I've had clients who started that way. See, I knew that I wanted to have my own business long ago. I came to a decision in my late 30s that I did not ever want to have a boss again. I wanted to do things my way and enjoy all the freedoms that come with entrepreneurship. I love it. I hope you will too. Now, did I fully understand the responsibilities of running a business at first? Not at all. <laughs> and that's the number two critical skill. Take responsibility for your success every day. That means you faithfully do what must be done and learn not to sweat it. It's not just about showing up for clients, guys. That's the easy part. It's showing up for all all of it. Sure, there are some new things that feel uncomfortable. Some require training or expert support. But if you keep showing up, your comfort zone grows surprisingly large. I had no idea that I would know how to do so much so well. I never shirk publishing a weekly podcast episode. Is it a lot of work? Yes. But it's also a huge joy for me to know that I'm providing real, practical support to new coaches, and it's the most effective way that I attract my ideal clients. It's so gratifying to hear in a discovery call that a prospect has binge-listened to Prosperous Coach podcast episodes, and I know then that they're prepped, they're ready to work with me. So at first, few coaches love the idea of marketing, but you can learn to enjoy it, especially if you approach marketing and sales in a non-salesy way. I've talked about this a lot before. It's one of the things I teach coaches in my VIP program. Do you hate the idea of social media? I totally get it. But here's the reality. Unless you have a ready-made network of people who are longing to hire you or some platform you can use to funnel a steady stream of clients to you, social media is a central part of attracting clients for most coaches. You will find your way and you really only need to master one social media channel that's ideal for your audience. You can do it and you'll probably enjoy it. The number three essential business skill is timely, thoughtful, and respectful communication. Seems obvious, right? But it's interesting how being good at coaching doesn't necessarily translate to good communication in other aspects of your business. I see it all the time. For example, quality written communication is, unfortunately, a skill that people are increasingly poor at because of texting and social media, but written communication is a huge part of running a coaching business. You need to create documents for your clients. You need to write excellent emails, possibly a blog or something like that. I'm not just talking about having less typos or using good grammar. The pitfalls of poor written communication start with slow response and incomplete reading. So if a client of yours or a colleague emails you, read it completely, respond thoroughly and timely, and craft your language respectfully. Make your paragraphs short. No one likes to read big paragraphs, guys. I can't tell you how often I get an email from a new coach that's 500 words long in one paragraph. Not good. I usually have to go break it up into paragraphs so I can read it. The fourth essential business skill continues with respect. Respect yourself and respect others. Yes, this is a business skill, guys. This isn't easy, and it's worth your attention to continuous improvement. So there are three ways that you can show respect for yourself. One, do what's right for you rather than people please. Episode 218 is all about people-pleasing. Check it out at prosperouscoach.com slash 218 or on your favorite app. It's worth listening to. Number two, set strong personal boundaries. Don't let anyone walk on you, but that doesn't mean you should go off on them either. And three, live in integrity. I know this is not an easy thing, but it's something to put attention towards. It's a business skill for sure. There are also three ways to respect others. Number one, show up on time, be responsive. Number two, show compassion and kindness, but don't be patronizing. Number three, be grateful and thank others for their help. See, if you exhibit these things, you come off in a great way. And the number five top skill for being successful at your coaching business is decisiveness. This one takes practice. Nearly every coach I've met is a perfectionist in mindset, if not in habit. I used to be too. There's a tendency to overanalyze, second guess, trust others over themselves, and slide back after making a decision. One of the things I teach my VIP clients is the concept of getting to good enough. That's not sloppy work. It's working smart. And it's critical to be agile in your business to succeed. So gather some but not all information. Take guidance from your intuition. Apply thoughtfulness and creativity. Then edit strategically and finalize. Move on to the next thing. I've worked with coaches who are fast. They know what they want. What's important to them. And they also can take great direction. They run it through their filters and then they decide what's right for them. That decisiveness is highly prized in the marketplace. I've worked with coaches who are slow. They're slow to decide. They're slow to act because they don't trust the process or themselves. It's important to give yourself some rein. And remember, be okay with mistakes. It's better to move forward with an educated guess than it is to endlessly study, mole, agonize, and slowly get to market. Perfectionism actually holds you back in life. Are you going to take weeks to accomplish one task? No way. You can't afford to do that. Get to good enough, move on, and that will literally pay off in higher income, more ideal clients, and more joy in your business. Stay inspired and make things happen. Thanks for listening today. You are awesome, and it's time for your coaching audience to know that. If you're getting value from this podcast, please share it with other coaches. Your kindness will come back to you. Learn more about how I help coaches choose a smart niche and launch with confidence at prosperouscoachblog.com. Joel Bass wrote my theme music. Thanks, Joel.